0: Welcome back to The Shakedown, everybody. This is Brian Shiba McGee again. So today uh, is a solo episode. We have some huge news um, with the 76ers. So everybody was really excited for Daryl Morey to come in here, Doc Rivers, and I'm going to say straight to the point. Daryl Morey in my book, already a huge game changer for the Sixers as I predicted. So, we go into the draft uh, the other night, this week. And, you know, we have a couple picks to mess around with and people are speculating on what the Sixers are gonna actually do. And what he does for this team uh, immediately makes us an extremely better team. I'm gonna say championship contender. Um, We still have Ben here, we still have Joel which is awesome, but he gets rid of the biggest issue that we had, which is Al Horford's contract, uh, which Elton Brand gave him last year. So he goes ahead and he trades Al Horford to Oklahoma City, and we get Danny Green in return. He's hit some big shots when he was with the Spurs, and he he can create, create his own shot, which we need on this team 100%. We definitely need the a shot creator and his defense is actually really really good. Um so getting Danny Green for Al Horford, getting rid of that contract is huge for us. Huge. And it makes you realize that first trade that Daryl Morey is going to put this team in the best way possible. To win a championship, so he believes in Joel Embiid. He believes in Ben Simmons. He believes in Doc Rivers. He believes in Elton Brand. He knows what we have to do, and hopefully, he won't get the curse that he had over in Houston. So that's the first move that he does. He gets rid of Al Horford's contract. He gets, he sends over a couple picks, uh, and but the bigger the bigger crisis was Al Horford and his contracts. Huge, huge for us. Well then he's not done. He takes Josh Richardson, who didn't really show up for us last year. You know, everybody thought Josh Richardson coming over from Miami he was gonna be you know, a solid piece for us and he didn't really do much. He was hurt a lot last year and I, I I like Josh Richardson. I don't I don't not like him. I I think that he's a good basketball player. Um but what we got in return so we get Seth Curry. No, not Steph, Seth. God, the guy shoots 40% from three for his career. What else can we ask for? This is what we needed. He's a building around Joel and Ben. And now it's gonna be up to Joel and Ben to buy into what Doc Rivers says and let's get this thing going. You know, Seth Curry, Seth Curry. You know, the the guy he's a sharpshooter. Yes, his defense lacks a little bit, but he's he's going to be a huge difference for this team. Doc Rivers is a huge difference for this team. I'm so excited as a, as a fan of the Philadelphia 76ers for what what we're doing. So that's just the trades that we do so far, right? So, like I said, we gave up a couple of draft picks. We moved some stuff around. I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm totally okay with getting rid of draft picks. Because, in my opinion, a draft pick... Yes, you have to draft. Yes, you have to rely on young talent and develop it into what you need it to be. But if you have a, a, a developed player who's not that old, like Seth Curry... Or, you know, you can get rid of a contract like Al Horford's, then absolutely you have to do it. So you sacrifice someone that may possibly work out to what you want them to be, what we actually know somebody can do. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we've had a bad luck with the signings in the recent history, but... I think that was more Brett Brown. You you know, we had Jimmy Butler here, and Jimmy Butler wanted to stop. I think he'd still be a sixer. J.J. Rick would still be a sixer if we didn't deal with Brett Brown. I truthfully, to this day, I will not, I I, I will stand firm saying that Jimmy Butler is still a 76er and J.J. Rick is still a 76er if Brett Brown's not here. So that's just let's just the trades on draft night. So then let's get into the twenty-first overall pick. We get Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. What a pick! What a pick! Now listen, he's not going to light you up from beyond the arc. He's freshman year. He shoots twenty-nine point two percent. But this guy is an athlete, man. He's an athlete. He he has gotten better with his three-point shot. He's six foot three. He's two hundred and thirty-five pounds. I'm sorry, I am sorry, Allied. I am sorry, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. He he has a six-foot-six wingspan, and he he's he's good. He's so he's good. He's a. I will say now he'll be a better version of Robert Covington, and I, and I mean that. He's he's very confident. He he doesn't he wants the ball in those times where Ben doesn't want it. Joel doesn't want it. He'll take. He'll take the game-winning shot. You know, and that's why I. I, I can't. I, I I love the pick. I love the pick. Again, another a, a great Daryl Morey right there. First pick. You go out there. Yes, he's he's not the not going to be lights out, but you can develop him into somebody that is going to help this basketball team. And I, I'm so in love with the pick. The second, <laughs> the second round pick, man, Isaiah Joe from Arkansas. I love this pick, man. I love this pick. Okay. So last year, he shoots thirty-four point two percent from beyond the arc. Okay, uh, I get it. His freshman year, he's at forty-one point two. At eight shots a game this year he was at 34.2 at 10 shots per game but he will always shoot the three and what else can you ask for he has a six foot seven wingspan he's he's going to be only an elite shooter I'm telling you now he's gonna be an elite shooter and he will help this team immediately this is what Daryl Morey is doing. Everything right, right now. Okay, so we, you know, we. I love this pick, man. I love these two picks. Third round, he goes out and gets Paul Reed Jr. Um, again, the guy. He's, he's, he's good. I mean, he, he's good. <laughs> I'll put it to you that way. He's. We need a backup center, and this is what we. This is what we're gonna do. Well, what we thought we were going to do. So, like I said, Paul Reed Jr. Again, he's a two-way. He was a two-way play uh, player at DePaul, and he's a six-foot-nine. He's six-foot-nine. Uh, he gets blocks. He's he's an athletic big man. He's a, he's a. A lesser version of Joel, which we needed um, as a backup. We've struggled with Joel not being healthy. We've struggled with Joel not being able to stay fit. So, getting a younger guy in here that's going to possibly protect the rim, and you know, let's just see. Let's see what he can do. I mean, he'll probably be he'll be like more of a small ball center, but. You know let's 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 try it out it's better that, Horford it's better now, Horford so then he goes out uh, free agency yesterday actually and he gets to way Howard here to Philadelphia's backup center Dwight freaking Howard now Dwight Howard's not the Dwight Howard from Orlando he's not the Dwight Howard from the first Lakers run or even when he was in Charlotte but he is a veteran presence who isn't afraid to talk to people, talk to his guys, hold them accountable for what they're doing. So guess what, Joel and Ben? You're gonna have somebody on your butt again. And that's what these guys need, man. That's what these guys need. They need somebody that's gonna kick them in the butt. You know, I can't can't describe why, uh, what else these guys need. Uh, this is this is awesome man this is awesome I I, I know I sound like a fanboy but Daryl Morey is our guy and he's not done yet he's not done I'm so excited I am so excited about this basketball team and what is about to happen here okay now I wanted to get all my excitement out before I go into what happened last week in MetLife Stadium. What an embarrassment this football team I wouldn't even call it a football team this team that goes out onto a football field is on Sundays. Let me tell you something about this football team. Okay? Number one Alshon Jeffrey comes back Carson throws him the ball twice and they were terrible passes. Twice. He throws him that ball. What are you doing? You finally get an NFL wide receiver back onto the field, and I'm telling you, it's personal problems. It's it's personal problems between Alshon and Carson, and it's at the point where it's unbearable to watch. I'm not saying that Alshon Jeffrey is a world beater because he is not, but he he can play, man. You're, not tell, you're telling me that he's he's not better? He, uh, you're telling me he's not better than John Hightower, Greg Ward, Jalen Rager, Travis Folgum? You're telling me Alshon Jeffrey's not better? Let's talk about Travis Fulgham, the, the new superstar of the Eagles, the leading wide receiver on the Eagles. One catch, eight yards last week. One catch, eight yards. Oh, let's give a round of applause real quick, too. Carson didn't throw a pick. Good job. Whipty. freaking do. Carson, what? This team sucks, man. This team sucks. We can't even beat the Giants. The New York football Giants. We talk about, you know, we get Boogie Sanders back. He comes back. He has 15 carries, 85 yards. I'm not upset with Boogie. He was running hard. He's coming off an injury. Boston Scott goes out there, gets three carries and gets 63 yards, long touchdown, dude. I'm come on, man. Come on. What are we doing? This offensive line is a joke, and don't even get me started on the defense. Don't even get me started on defense. Nicole Roby Coleman, two picks, dropped, completely and utterly dropped. This guy, he's awful. He's awful. You know we have, I mean, look at the the Giants who are probably going to win this division. They play the Bengals. They could beat the Bengals. They'll lose to Seattle. They'll lose to Arizona. They'll lose to the Browns. They'll lose to the Giants, and they'll beat the Cowboys. So yeah, maybe we might win the division. But we got we got beat up by Washington the first week of the season. Let's not forget that. We got smacked by Washington. Tied the Bengals. I, I, I'm really trying to. I usually try to put hope into you guys, and I try to push. But this is this is it, dude. This is it. It's time to blow this thing up. I mean, you you got to give Carson something. You, you have to. I, and there's no there's no answer, man. There's no answer to what can fix this football team right now. It's just not, you know. I just don't get it, man. I, I I'm trying to, but I can't. The NBA draft happens, and Lamelo Ball goes to the Charlotte Hornets. So this big storyline actually going around, man. Uh, so they, if anybody remembers, Lavar Ball going off about Michael Jordan, and now he's, sounds like for Michael Jordan's team. Uh, I just, it's, it's funny to see stuff like that happen, and it's, it's, it's crazy, uh, it's just, it's funny, man. It's funny how, you know, that guy talked all that mess, and now the guy who, set aside his paychecks, is one of his most hated people, and thinks that he can beat him in a basketball game, which, listen, Michael, Michael Jordan right now could beat you with one arm, Tied behind his back, probably his feet tied together. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so he gets taken number three overall. Um, it's pretty awesome. Like I said, all the ball, uh, I think that he's going to be a better, better than Lonzo. I think he's the best of the three. Um, I'm actually really excited to see what he does down in Charlotte. He actually just got a huge uh, teammate in Gordon Hayward, uh, ends up leaving Boston and. Goes there for four, four years, one hundred twenty million dollars with the Hornets. Uh, that dynamic could be pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think Hayward needed to start away from bars, away from Boston. Sorry, um, he didn't live up to what he was supposed to be there in. Um, I think after that injury, that gruesome leg injury, which you never want to see anybody get hurt, um, he just wasn't the same basketball player and i totally get that there's only one guy that has been the same kind of and that's paul george paul george had a similar type of injury when he played uh back for team usa and he came back strong like i said he's still i would say he's still top 15 basketball player in the nba maybe even top 10 some people would say uh but it's yeah uh, like i said it's we'll see We'll see how Gordon Hayward does out with Charlotte. Uh, John Rondo signs a deal with the Hawks, which that could be interesting. I, I want to say, well, he's going to back up Trey Young. So that should be interesting dynamic that, you know, we wouldn't normally see. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is going to be staying with the Trailblazers, which I kind of thought we'll see. Uh, OKC blew up everything, man. Um, you know they're they they are full rebuild the full rebuild mode. Uh, they they get a Adams is going to the Pelicans and Drew Holiday is going to Milwaukee, which is huge. Now that dynamic with him going with Giannis is scary, man. Very very scary, uh, I I'm I'm intrigued to see how that turns out. Giannis needed somebody like him, and they might take, they might run away, run away with the East this year, like not even not even be close. Um, so it, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, I'm excited to watch this basketball season. Um, I'm excited to see where Anthony Davis is going to go. Could you imagine if Darren Moore gets Anthony Davis here? Make him a four. So that would make Joel. Our starting lineup would be Ben, Seth Curry, Toby, Anthony Davis, Joel Vita. I don't think he can do it cap wise. Um, but that'd be so awesome. also everybody get it out of your head. Uh James Harden's not coming here. Uh I'll tell you that right now. It's not even it's not even a little bit of a chance. I don't think that he's gonna go anywhere. Brooklyn might try to get something together to get him, but I highly doubt that's gonna happen. This episode was more of a like I said, I'm solo dolo this week, so it's a little bit shorter, so I'm gonna hit you guys with the uh ice cold picks that were sent by us, by our boy Lang. So, all time, right now, Ice Cold Picks, we're actually positive. We're 7-6, and six, which is awesome. So maybe we should be listening to them a little bit. <laughs> so for this week, we are going to take the under and in the Arizona and Seattle game. Um, I like that a lot. So I normally would... I have a lot of times me and Lang get talking about these because I, I sometimes I don't agree with them, but the guy knows what he's talking about. So we'll see how this turns out. So like I said, Arizona versus Seattle, we're going to take the under. Uh, we're going to take the Chargers at minus eight and a half versus the Jets. I totally agree with that. I think the Chargers are going to blow these guys out of the water. The Jets are so bad. We're talking about the Eagles don't even talk about the New York Jets. They can't they can't they can't put two pennies together right now, it seems like. they're just they're awful. Awful, awful. Yeah. <laughs> so after getting the hoop in the butt from Tua Tagovailoa Tagalaya Villa last week, uh, we're gonna take Miami at minus three and a half versus the Broncos, which I I wouldn't I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna blow them out of the water. I think they're at the Broncos though, so that might be why. Uh, Tua's see how Tua does there with the um, the thinner air and see how he does. Uh, Kansas City versus the Raiders under fixed fifty six and a half. Now this is what I'm. Uh, I wouldn't agree with this. I would take the over. Every time these two go at it, they have a shootout. And it should be interesting, but we're going to take the under 56.5. Then we have the Vikings minus 7 versus the Cowboys. I like that a lot. Um, I think that the Vikings should handle the Cowboys no problem. I I think this is actually, this should be a blowout. I would say, I I would give the Vikings 14 points if it were me. But, you know, that's why I'm not in Vegas, and that's why... I don't do this segment. <laughs> that's why we listen to our man, uh, Aiden. So the last pick for this week, we have the Falcons plus three and a half versus the Saints. Interesting. Interesting. So I know that Drew Brees is out. Um, so that's a huge, huge hit to that New Orleans Saints offense. And we're, they're actually starting to take some hill <laughs> At 30 years old. This is crazy. So Taysom Hill, that's another thing I I am gonna get I'm gonna elaborate on here on here. Taysom Hill is gonna start over Jameis Winston. That's so telling about how bad that not only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted to get rid of Jameis, but how not well he fits in New Orleans. I think this is it for Jameis, everybody. Um, he was supposed to be under Drew trying to, to breed and try to make his comeback, but I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah this is not good so yeah Taysom Hill at 30 years old in his first NFL start and uh, you know best of luck to you man go out there and show out let's you know let's do it so that's all the picks we have for you this week if you were to bet the Eagles game take the Browns whatever the point spread is I'm not quite sure take the Browns that'll be my last pick just uh, real quick guys, if you like the strange and unusual conspiracy theories, true crime check out Coffee and the Macabre uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever uh, podcasting forum you use uh, these girls do a really really, really good job, uh, Rachel Ryan and Amanda they have been going for about a little over a year now and they're, they're really killing the game so if you like that kind of stuff please check them out give them a like tell them that we sent you and again like i said check them out so like i said short episode this week guys uh this is she bear i hope you guys all have a really good day and good night philadelphia